Real Exam English, Episode 5, Phrasal Verbs. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. My name is Trevor and today we're going to be talking about phrasal verbs. Dun, dun, dun. When I ask my students what's the part of English that they find the most difficult, they very often say phrasal verbs and I get it. There are a lot of different combinations, some of which don't follow any logic, but at the end of the day, you need to look at them as just another piece of vocabulary. So when are phrasal verbs used in English exams? Well, for every English exam, you can use them in your speaking and writing tests. And of course, you will hear some in the listening tests too. And if you're doing a Cambridge B2, C1 or C2 exam, then you will see them in the use of English in parts one, two and four. My advice is to make a list of all of the phrasal verbs that you come across in previous practice papers because they are repeated very often. Uh, the same ones come up again and again in the exams. And there's our first two phrasal verbs for today. To come across means to find something by chance and to come up means to arise or to happen. So yeah, uh, get yourself a list and try to focus on a few of them that you think you may be able to use easily in your writings and speaking. Okay, so all of today's questions contain phrasal verbs in the questions, which is not really that common to be honest, but it's a great opportunity to study the meanings of these phrasal verbs. And the speakers use a bunch more phrasal verbs in their answers too. And as usual, we have speakers from a variety of countries, so you can practice listening to all of those different accents. All right then, let's go with the questions. Who do you take after? My parents. Uh... Not me, mum. It's got to be me, dad. <laughs> in, in my mum's very, my mum's very highly strung, I think, and my dad's a bit more relaxed. It's a bit more chilled. I probably have a little bit of both of them, but more my dad than my mum. And physically, uh, I've got my dad's eyes, haven't I? But, but I don't know about anything else. I've got my mum's belly. <laughs> Uh, this phrasal verb to take after means to resemble or to be similar to a family member and it can be both physical or personality characteristics and we also heard some really nice adjectives here um, she said that my mom is very highly strung and this means that she's very easily upset so an example would be Oof, Maria is very highly strung you can't say anything to her without her losing her temper and then the speaker described her dad as being a bit more chilled, okay, which of course is another way of saying relaxed. And interestingly, she referred to her mom and dad as me mum and me dad instead of my mom and my dad. And that's something that's very common in the north of England. And the speaker is from the Wirral, which is just outside Liverpool. And it's very common in that city to, to use me instead of my. What is something you usually put off for another day? What do I usually put off for another day? Maybe cleaning in some cases. Because uh, my house is already clean, but sometimes I want it to be much better. So, uh, Or maybe food shopping can be something I put off until the next day or something. Uh, but um, mainly it's always going to be like cleaning or food. Is there anything you need to cut down on? 
Uh, let's see. I would say if I was to cut down on anything, it would be more or less like crisp. <laughs> it would be like potato chips and a lot of uh, junk food, which I've been really cutting down on lately. So, and, and lots of eating less meat as well. So uh, I've been cutting down a lot on that, but mainly it's got to be uh, junk food. Who do you take after? Uh, let's see. If I was to take after someone, I would say my own mother, because uh, at times uh, I consider my I can be like too much of a workaholic. Okay, then. So the first phrasal verb here was to put off, and to put off means to postpone or to not do something until a later moment. And an example would be, I put off going to the dentist because I'm afraid of her. And the phrasal verb in the second question then was to cut down on something and to cut down on means to reduce. And this is a really useful uh, phrasal verb to have. Um, imagine you're writing, I don't know, about the environment. You could say it's important to cut down on the amount of plastic we are using. Or maybe if you're writing about technology, then you could say, oh, I need to cut down on the amount of time I spend on social media. So it's a really versatile uh, phrasal verb to use. Okay, and a good one to practice. And we also then heard this expression, junk food. Okay, and the example given was crisps, uh, which is this really difficult to pronounce word. And we also heard the American alternative, which is potato chips. Um, so junk food is food like potato chips or crisps and chocolate and nachos and that kind of food that is bad for you in general, um, which is a little bit different to fast food, which is something you get takeaway from a restaurant such as hamburgers or Chinese food, for example. And um, we hear this word workaholic, which is someone who works too much. And this word has its origins in alcoholic, which of course is someone who is addicted to alcohol. And there are a couple of other words with this suffix and they are shopaholic, which is someone who is addicted to shopping and a chocoholic, which is someone who can't stop eating all of that delicious chocolate. Who do you take after? I would say I have a bit of both of my parents in me. I don't totally take after either of them, I would think. Um, possibly more so my mother. What is something you usually put off for another day? There's nothing that I put off for another day, but I have a lot of things on the long finger at the moment. Mostly things like tidying the house and stuff, because I would always at this time of the year prefer to be outdoors more. Um, like at the moment, I'm very much into gardening, so I prefer to do that rather than anything in the house. So the house is a mess. Is there anything you need to cut down on? Uh, I, I don't really think so. Oh, oh, there is actually one thing. Um, it, my internet usage, uh, which um, I don't know. I think it's because I have a need for knowledge a lot of the time. And I could spend a lot of time on the internet looking up different things um, to know more about things. Uh, so, yeah, my internet usage would be the thing. It's not social media and it's not uh, trivial kind of websites. It's more um, knowledge-based or 
um, news-based stuff, possibly my intake of the news as well, particularly. Okay. But it doesn't stress me out, so um, maybe I don't need to cut down on it. I don't know. How do you know? We heard earlier that to put off means to postpone. And we had a brilliant expression here, which has a very similar meaning. And that was to have something on the long finger or you can put something on the long finger. Okay, so both of them mean to postpone something for for a later moment. And we also heard a way of expressing a preference, which was um, I'm very much into gardening. So I prefer to do that rather than anything in the house. And you, you need to know how to express preferences. It's a key skill really in any language. And there are a few different combinations that you can use in English by saying, I prefer or I'd rather. So make sure to look those up in your grammar book and practice using them before the exam. Remember, you can get the transcripts for this and every episode on the Real Exam English pages on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also find lots of great grammar exercises there, as well as really useful tips on how to prepare for your exam. And if you want information on classes to prepare for your exam, then you can find that there also. Who do you look up to? Who do I look up to? Um, I'd say I'd probably look up to my parents. Do you find it difficult to come up with things to do in your free time? No, not really. Um, any free time I have, um, I'll always try to spend it wisely enough because um, I don't get too much of it. I, I work quite hard. Let's start with to look up to. So uh, to look up to someone means to admire or to respect them. It's uh, very often used with your parents or some uh, senior figure. And the second phrasal verb was to come up with. And that means to create or invent. So, for example, I came up with an idea for an app. I'm going to make millions. What do you fiddle with when you're nervous? I'd say I usually fiddle with my glasses if I'm nervous or a pen. And that can be anything from sort of moving it around in my fingers to, 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 to chewing it, chewing the end of it, be it the end of my glasses or the end of a pen. When you go abroad, do you tend to pick up a bit of the language? I try. Um, I do try. And I think I probably do pick up a little bit. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm particularly good at it, but I'm, I would assume that I'm better than most English people. Do you normally deal with a problem straight away or put it off for later? Depends what the problem is. Um, if I can get away with dealing with it later, then I'll try and deal with it later. But if, if it's something urgent, I'll, I'll deal with it straight away. Okay, then the first phrasal verb here was to fiddle with. And that means to touch or move something with many small, quick movements of your fingers, usually because you're bored, nervous, or concentrating on something else. So as in the answer, people normally fiddle with things like glasses, pens, or maybe their hair. And then to pick up is to learn a new skill or to start a new habit without intending to. Uh, so for example, she picked up a few German phrases while staying in Berlin. And in the last question, we heard to deal with, which means to take action, to do something. An example would be the government must now deal with the problem of high unemployment. 
And we also heard uh, one more phrasal verb in the in the last answer, which was to get away with something, which means to manage to do something without any bad results. So an example of that one is uh, you ought to allow three sandwiches per person, although you could get away with two. Are you a fan of taking up new activities? No, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't purposely set an agenda and think, right, I must try and do some new things this year. But it's the nature of who I am that I soon get bored with things. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll start something. It might be the guitar or or something, and then I'll practice the guitar and I'll get some songs and. I'll get to a point where it becomes frustrating and I'm not progressing and I know that I should be spending hours and hours practicing to get better. And at that point, I get bored. I think, okay, let's try the drums and I'll move on to something else. And I think that's the case, whether it's, uh, you know, gardening or cycling or whatever it is in my life, I'm always quick to move on to the next thing. Where were you brought up? Um, I was brought up in a place called Bury, which is in the county of Lancashire, um, which is in the northwest of England. Um, a place that historically was famous for cotton mills. Have you ever blown anything up? No, but I've nearly been blown up. So I was in uh, Manchester, I think it was like 1992, maybe something like that, maybe 93. And um, Irish people set a bomb off and I got um, cathedral glass in my head and on the back of my leg because I, I was stood in front of the cathedral when it went off and all the windows... Um, went through and I was just there so I got like a stained glass window I think I still got a little bit inside my head as well so um, I've not really blown anything up but I've nearly been blown up in the first question here the phrasal verb was to take up and to take up means to become interested in or to start a new activity or hobby so, for example, I took up the guitar, but I didn't like it, so I stopped after two weeks. And in the answer, then, we heard this expression to move on to something else. And this is a phrasal verb that we heard before in uh, our episode about music, and that means to start a new activity. And the phrasal verb in the second question was brought up. And when someone brings up a child, they look after it until it is an adult. And if someone has been brought up in a certain place or with certain attitudes, then they grew up in that place or were taught those attitudes when they were growing up. For example, um, my mum brought up four children. And the last question was about blowing things up, okay, uh, which means to explode something. And we heard a few variations as well then. Um, the speaker said that Irish people set a bomb off, uh, which again means to explode a bomb. And then she also said that when it went off, okay, which again means to uh, explode. So a few different phrasal verbs there, which all mean to explode. 
that's it for the questions today. Try not to freak out about phrasal verbs. They are just vocabulary after all. And remember to make a list of the phrasal verbs that you come across and try to focus on a few of them that you think might be easy to use in your exam, both for speaking and for writing. Okie doke, that's all folks. Uh, remember to like and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes or whatever podcast player you use. And I'd love to hear from you on social media too, on Facebook or Instagram. And thanks a million for listening. Uh, see you next time. Trevor.